welcome to Fully Fit Life, where exercise promotes freedom and diet is a four-letter word. Two guys, one goal. Join them on their journey to live a more healthy and joy-filled life. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Fully Fit Life broadcast. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, iTunes podcast, or Google Play. So you've got me, Martin Straw, and you've also got Frank Ferreira. And uh, today we've got a little bit of a different episode for you. We have a firsthand experience on something that I have never personally had to deal with, and a lot of folks have not. And then again, a lot of folks have. So Frank is going to kind of be steering the ship here today, so to speak, on his firsthand experience. Um, you may have noticed that the broadcasts have been a little bit more spread out because I've kind of been metering the output because Frank and I haven't been able to actually really sit down and, and do one of these for a while. And you're going to find out why that is. So without further ado, we say welcome. And Frank, fill us in. First of all, I have to tell you, it's great to be here. First and foremost, on June 28th, I had a heart attack, a major heart attack. And I'm going to kind of give my story about that and give a little bit of a backstory and then describe a little bit about what led up to it. And I really want this to be more of a public service announcement because here we are, we've been talking about health, nutrition, exercise, wellness, and it was a big surprise to my wife and I when I experienced this major heart attack and subsequent quadruple bypass surgery. So some of the backstory, about 12 years ago, I lost about 80 pounds throughout the years and changed the way I ate, studied nutrition, did a lot of research on it, and was living a fairly healthy lifestyle, to which my wife asked the doctor, how could that be? He said it could be some hereditary genes, etc. because both my parents had heart attacks in their early 50s. My mom passed away of a heart attack when she was 55. Hey, Frank. So your wife, Cheryl, asked the doctor why you had this heart attack because yeah. you, you were doing all this healthy stuff. Okay. Yeah. Clarity for the, the listeners yeah. out there. You know, she's like, well, he's eating a whole food, organic-based diet. He's walking. And my neighbors are like, Frank, you were the last person that we ever thought would have a heart attack. So prior to that, I was feeling tired, run down. And I told my wife, I said, I feel sick. And I was taking a nap probably about two or three times a day. And that should have been the red flag. 
I should have went to the doctor. So the, the public service announcement is, if you're out there and you feel like you live in a healthy lifestyle and you feel run down or out of sorts, maybe not feeling up to par, I highly recommend that you go get a full checkup with your doctor, whatever that means. Because when I tell the story to a few of my friends, they said, you know what, I've been feeling like that. And they've gone out and did a full panel of physical, little cardio type of uh, examination, et cetera. I was very fortunate. God had a different plan for me because the Sunday that led up to that, I was working up enough energy to go mow my lawn. I got about halfway done and I just felt extremely, extremely exhausted. Like I couldn't push that lawnmower one more foot. I managed to get it out of the way, walk up to the house, go through the door and tell my wife to call 911 because by the time I got up there, it felt like a ton of bricks on my, on my chest and I was gasping for air. Well, help got to my house right away, fire department and EMT, just in a matter of minutes because they're probably about three miles away. And to make a long story short, they determined that I needed to go to the hospital. They put me in the ambulance and they take me to what I believe was the finest hospital, cardiovascular medical hospital in my area. I get there and everything is kind of a blur. At one point I passed out a couple times and when I got to the hospital, everything was blurry. Two shakes and I was in the catheter lab and they were putting a stint in my heart. I didn't know what was going on. I come out of that and they say, okay, we're gonna do bypass surgery tomorrow morning. They ended up doing quadruple bypass surgery. I was in the hospital for seven days and they released me, I came home. And like I said, it was a miracle that I survived that because the heart attack in itself was horrifically frightening. And I wouldn't ever want to have anybody I know have to go through that. But like I said, God had another plan and here I am. So it's great to be here. Uh, six and a half weeks of recovery. I'm walking, adjusting my diet a little bit for more of a heart healthy. Um, where before I was on a keto Mediterranean diet, still exercising quite a bit. But in order to do what the doctors are recommending, I'm making a little adjustment for the heart healthy nutrition. In a nutshell, if you see the signs, don't ignore them. I ignored them. I was very fortunate. It was a miracle that I didn't pay the ultimate price to ignore those. And here we are. There's a lot more 
that we could probably talk about. But the point is, is that I had a few of my high school friends die of a heart attack. They were active, they were healthy, and it could happen to anyone. You don't have to be morbidly obese. You don't necessarily have to be a smoker. I just think sometimes it happens and I'm a part of that crowd. But like I said, I'm very, it was a miracle that I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I want to reemphasize what you said about seeing the signs and taking action. You know, we, we give a lot of information, a lot of advice on this broadcast. And I think it's really important for people to know that, yeah, we don't always agree with everything that comes out of the medical world. But we, again, we are not doctors. We do not prescribe anything. We speak in pretty broad and general terms. And, you know, if, if something is wrong, uh, for example, you know, you mentioned taking two or three naps a day. If I was taking two or three naps a day, I would definitely think that was unusual and hopefully realize that I need to do something here. Yeah, I really want to encourage people to, yeah, listen to what we have to say. But if you feel like there's something really wrong, definitely take action. See your doctor. If you don't have a doctor, find a doctor. You know, there's a lot of clinics around these days. It's not necessarily a kind of a one-on-one private practice to patient type situation anymore. Uh, But find someplace you can go and get checked out. I know our, our county has a extremely low cost uh, health fair every year where you can get your blood drawn. You can have your uh, blood pressure checked. You can have a number of different things for either low or no cost. And that's at a minimum, that's a, that's a good place to start is to get some idea at least, at least once a year to have some kind of a baseline from which can make intelligent decisions. I really appreciate you sharing this with us. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing I want to add, I don't want to leave this out. I've had type two diabetes for about 12 years and heart disease and type two diabetes, I think kind of go hand in hand. They could be some correlation. I don't know if there's a causation to it, but again, you have to look at your whole health and try to make sure that you're monitoring everything. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about it before, but living a healthy life isn't something that you accidentally do. No. Living an unhealthy life is is very easy to do accidentally, but Mm -hmm. to live a healthy life really requires purpose and intention. Yeah, it really does. Look at your family history. Look back. 
and don't take it for granted or excuse it away or ignore it because I think family history plays a lot into your health, whether it's cancer, diabetes, obesity, whatever that might be. There are many, many areas in which your family history plays a big part of your health. Yeah, it's certainly worth keeping tabs on. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're going to get it, but it certainly means that, yeah, you should be aware of it and make sure you're not getting it, <laughs> you know, yeah. rather than just making yeah. assumptions either way. Don't take it for granted. Yeah. You know. So how's the recovery going? It's going well. It, it takes time. It's only been six weeks since my operation. I'm doing, relatively speaking, a lot of walking and some resting. Um, there are certain things I can't do. I can't lift a half a gallon of milk. I've got about 90 days before I can go back to work. So, you know, I got to ride that 90 days out. And the type of work I do isn't complicated or, you know, laborious. So, it's going to take several months before I start to feel normal. Mm -hmm. And so the sternum has still a lot of ache. I haven't taken a, a pain medication for my, my sternum for about four weeks, maybe. So I think it's really important to uh, just stay active and take care of myself. So it's going really well. It really is. Yeah, Good. I'm pleased. Do you feel like yeah. your energy level is is coming back? How, how are you feeling? About yes. Yeah. Um, of course, after a major operation, there wasn't much I could do. And over the several weeks, I've been able to increase my walks. I probably walk twice a day for 25 minutes. I try to increase the intensity and we're able to uh to exercise quite a bit it'll probably take a while before i could do any little bit more intense mm -hmm. exercise yeah i don't want to rush it you know four or five six months before i can do anything more than walking so yeah it's going really well that's good to hear yeah now that's a that's a pretty heavy duty surgery a quadruple bypass. Yeah. The whole thing's surreal. Mm -hmm. As I look back, I just think, how could that happen to me? Yeah. What could have happened to me if God had another plan for my life? Every day I'm grateful. I'm thankful to be able to be here and take care of myself. You know? Yeah. And my my wife has done a very good job. Cheryl has done an amazing job taking care of me. The crazy thing is, is that we moved completely to our Delta home. And so we're here full time permanently. And that was mm -hmm. quite a job. So point is, is that take life as it comes and take care of yourself not take a day for granted and be thankful for a lot of the things that we have. And it's good to be back here with you. Yeah. I've, I've definitely missed our chats. Yeah, folks. Yeah. We, uh, 
I think it was the day, the day of your heart attack, you messaged me because we were supposed to record that night. And, and I get this message that, uh, I'm not going to be able to do that tonight. I had a heart attack. Uh, they're going to do some surgery later. And it's, <laughs> it was kind of funny the way it was worded. It was kind of nonchalant, you know. I had this little heart attack. And yeah, quadruple bypass. That's kind of a major thing. Well, there were uh, a handful of people that I messaged like that. My boss, you, part of my family. And I don't know if that was the the painkillers that made it nonchalant, but you know, here I was. <laughs> yeah, that was so that was something. Yeah. So yeah, I've been I've been kind of dribbling the broadcasts out a little more slowly than than we were doing. We were were releasing one a week, and I've been kind of holding back and doing like every other week or mm -hmm. somewhere in that area. Hopefully, folks will be happy to to see that frequency creep up there again. Uh, not yeah. sure we're going to get one in every week or not, but you know we're we're going to play that by ear and see how yeah. see how you're feeling and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, question for you: What kind of changes do you foresee going forward? If, if any, you know, but, but what sorts of things do you think you'll, you'll do differently? I've been thinking about that. It, it's hard to say because I think adjusting my nutrition from keto Mediterranean to more Mediterranean, less keto, more heart healthy. Now, does that mean you're going to be able to eat sugar frosted flakes now? Because I, you know, those at least they used to have the heart healthy symbol on them. <laughs> you're, you're killing me, Smalls. Um, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Cheryl and I were just shopping recently, and she was looking at a box of Cheerios, and uh, she goes, "Oh, look, heart healthy." I'm like, "Okay." And again, you know, if the medical if the food industry doesn't kill you, the medical industry will. So you got to be very, very careful about when you see something that says heart healthy, or when you see something that says no sugar added. You still got to look at the label and go, oh, you know, fifty six grams of sugar per serving. Yeah, they didn't add sugar to it, but guess what? It's chock full of it. So it's pure sugar to start. <laughs> Right, but more of a vegetarian diet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we need fat. That's part of our nutrition. A little bit of meat every once in a while. More fish, maybe white meat, some lean meat, and uh, we'll see because the food industry and documentaries that I've always been researching are really confusing about what the government says you should be eating and things like that. So they say you should eat less than 2,300 grams of salt. I can't imagine eating a teaspoon of salt throughout the day. Carbohydrates, I eat more of the complex carbohydrates, etc. 
and less simple carbohydrates, grains, etc. Although I have been eating more steel cut, five grain, healthy oatmeal. Minor adjustments to yeah. the nutrition. Question, that, that's it. A little question bit. on that one. Um, are you, since you're type two diabetic also, grains, right. uh, carbohydrates are kind of notorious for spiking blood sugar. So are you seeing anything interesting, I'll put it that way, in regards to your blood sugar levels and your dietary <laughs> modification? Well, that's a great question. Um, I was not a big fan of, say, for example, oatmeal on a regular basis. I'm on insulin therapy. So in the morning, my blood sugar's fairly low. And I'll see after a little bit, I don't, it's probably about between a quarter and a third of a cup of oatmeal. My blood sugar does go up a little bit, but my blood sugar will go up a little bit if I have maybe an egg and a half a piece of toast. But as a day goes on, my blood sugar goes down. That's a great question. And everybody's body is different and it reacts differently to carbohydrates. Yeah. I'm eating a little bit more fresh fruit, a lot more uh, steamed vegetables. And I think it's important to have that balance. And I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah. it does. It does, definitely. So I just yeah. was interested in if you're seeing anything there. And I figured you yeah. probably were because I know you, you monitor. So yeah, three or four times a day, I'm monitoring my blood sugar level and now my blood pressure, et cetera. So <laughs> now is your, is your insulin a, like a set dose throughout the day or is it something that you take or adjust based on your blood sugar readings or, or a combination? Well, I'm not as knowledgeable about insulin. I know what I'm getting treated with. There's a fast-acting insulin and a long-lasting insulin. To answer your question, it's prior to my heart attack, I was at a certain dose. Since my heart attack, that's been cut in half. I can't explain it. Maybe diet, I don't know. And while I was in the hospital, because of the surgery and the way they do it, I gained like 30 pounds. And a lot of that was fluid. I have mm -hmm. since lost it and I'm back down to 180 and I'd like to be somewhere between 170 and 175. But the point is, is that my body's changed and I've had to make drastic adjustments. And I, I have a doctor that we meet once a week to go over my blood sugar and stuff like that and doses of insulin. So after my surgery, I incorporated a fast acting. So it's a small dose of the fast acting and a larger dose of a long lasting insulin. And it's taken time to adjust and now we're fine tuning it. And I gotta be really careful about what I eat during the day. So to answer your question is, with the fast acting, Sometimes there's a way to adjust it if you know you're going to be eating more carbohydrates at dinner time. But for me, it's been set and I monitor my blood sugar. And during this time, 
I've had to get up in the middle of the night and double check my blood sugar. Only one time I was glad I did because it got pretty low and had a little bit of orange juice to correct it. So it's been a process. It really has. And uh, with a lot of help from doctors, we do video conferencing and telephone meetings and a lot of good things happening from it. Now, somebody might go, well, Frank, you know, talking about your insulin is kind of personal. Well, there's a lot of things that are personal, but I think the, the public needs to know that we're doing this for education, not to be personal. Maybe this is too much information for a lot of people. And uh, I don't mind being, I don't want to say an example, but people need to be aware of health, fitness, nutrition, take it and use it or disregard it. I think we're here to educate people. It's good to talk about this. It really is. Yeah, I agree. And I'm thankful for your willingness to, to share with yeah. our, our audience. So, the, the one thing that I want to stress, and that is, we already said we're not doctors. Everybody is different. Every situation is different, and you got to consult your physicians, your specialists. Be in tune with your body. There are signs for diabetes, there are signs for heart failure, there are signs for cancer, there are signs for all kinds of diseases, and just pay close attention. Yeah, pay attention. Just pay close attention. Yeah. Be aware of your surroundings. <laughs> yep. Even the internal ones, right? Yes, absolutely. Well, Marty, are we getting long in the tooth on this one? I I think we're probably uh I think we're probably about about to the end here today. Yeah. Any so, other questions? Uh no, you uh fielded the uh ones I threw at you pretty well there, Frank. Good job. I so, <laughs> appreciate that. I think we're good. So again, thank you for sharing. I think this is a very important topic. And what's kind of neat about it, uh, in a in a strange sort of way, is that you are able to talk about it from a firsthand experience. Because, yeah. you know, I mean, you can read about these things, but you've been there. Yeah. And that kind of has a way of making it real. And I got to yeah. tell you, when I, when I got your message and then when I talked to Joseph, um, mm -hmm. you know, my I, son. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It really made it very real for me too, even though it wasn't me that went through it just, you know, because of our relationship. And it's like, when these things hit close to home, it really makes yeah. you think about it, you know, it really makes yeah. you think about it. So again, well, th there's a lot of reflecting that goes on when you're faced with life threatening situations, whatever that might be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Suddenly we realize that, oh, yeah, I, I guess we are mortal uh, <laughs> after all, right? all, right? Very good. Well, thank you. I think we mentioned before we went on the air, um, picking up kind of where we had left off, continuing a uh, discussion about nutrient density, and then moving into a couple of discussions on various vitamins. So I think that'll be interesting for the folks out there. And um, there's certainly a, a lot of things 
about different vitamins and how we get them and how our bodies use them and how important they are. And sometimes we don't even know it. So yeah. again, it's, a, it's another thing to help raise awareness. And that's what we're here for. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you, everybody out there. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate your, your listenership or viewership. And uh, we will be seeing you next time here on the Fully Fit Life broadcast. Thanks. And have a great day. Good night, Frank. We'll see you, Marty. Take care.